great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows. And I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So nice to be with you folks. An early Saturday morning, only three minutes into the weekend, and it is a tremendous honor to be here with you. Thank you, Rita Cosby. Have a lovely weekend. And um, you can reach me, folks, on Twitter, Dominic TV, Dominic TV, on uh, Facebook and uh, Instagram, Dominic Carter TV, Dominic Carter TV. So it is a sign of the times we live in, and it is an awful, sad commentary. The shoplifting that is going on, not just in America, but in Canada as well. But it's almost like um, shoplifting on steroids. And so the question becomes, how do we stop this mass shoplifting that is taking place just about everywhere? Supermarkets like Gristidi's, of course, uh, the owner-operator of this radio station, John Katsimatidis, Margot Katsimatidis, they are the owner of Gristidi's. So you have supermarkets like Gristidi's, you have stores, you have drug stores, you have even malls, that shopping malls, that are forced to add layers of security. And it all follows this week where the man allegedly stole 10 packs of steak from the Trader Joe's store in East Village and literally walked right out the door. And so as far as Gristidis goes, the owner of this radio station, uh, Mr. Katsimatidis, has said that retired officers will be placed at every location, at every location that he is going to put his foot down and that he's not going to allow crime to take over, at least for uh, Gristidis. And Mr. Katsimatidis pointed to a number of recent store closures in the city, and he says Gristidis will not be one of them. But how do you stop? How do you stop, folks, what is going on? Well, I can tell you this much. You have to make an example out of the shoplifters. You have to arrest them and not just release them hours later with the desk appearance ticket. And so, you know, I, I tried my best to ignore this comment uh, from Nicole Hannah-Jones in which she said, um, and she's a, a liberal, uh, works at the New York Times and, you know, her history and so on. But she said a person stealing steak is not national news. Yes, it is, Miss Hannah-Jones. 
when folks are walking right out the front door with merchandise. Businesses are going under. How could you say this is not national news? It is the definition of national news, what is going on. This has become large-scale theft where goods are ending, ending up being sold online or from the back of trucks. In California, in the Bay Area, for example, authorities busted a crime ring, to give you an example, that sold $8 million, $8 million in merchandise from CVS, Walgreens, and others. In Canada, in Canada, some folks are fighting back, citizens. Obviously, uh, the the, uh, businesses don't advise that, and, and it may not be wise at the end of the day. But in Canada... As an alleged uh, shoplifter moved towards the exit, an elderly woman became suspicious of his motives. She blocked his path and ripped off his black ski mask. That happened in, uh, in Canada. And so when his identity, his face was on camera, the uh, man ran and left the uh, supermarket and left apparently on a uh, by a bicycle. But here is where I'm going. How can you make an example out of shoplifters, out of the smash and grabs, when we have woke district attorneys? So arresting them, as far as I'm concerned, they should be arrested and spend at least three, four days on Rikers. I know they have to be arraigned legally and so on, but folks, you also have to be careful with this. A manager, and I'm going to tell you why in this area, this one area, this morning I'm giving New York City Mayor Eric Adams some credit. I'm going to get to that in just a minute. You do have to be careful. A manager of a Queens uh, CVS was apparently stabbed in the hand by a shoplifter who swiped cough medicine, and shampoo uh, just recently, I believe on Tuesday, right? So you say to yourself, well, come on, Dominic, you know, it was only it was only uh, cough medicine and shampoo, right? Right? That's what you may say, right? Well, the suspect uh, was believed to be in his 40s. Besides stabbing the manager in the hand, also apparently slugged the employee in the face. And it wasn't just cough medicine and shampoo. It was $200 worth of NyQuil, DayQuil, and Dove shampoo, according to the police. The manager was taken to New York Presbyterian Queens in stable condition. So, I agree with the idea of John Katsimatidis, who's on every day, Cats at Night, from 5 to 6 p.m. during the week. And, of course, on the weekends, you can join him Sunday morning. That you have to employ off-duty 
NYPD officers that carry guns. But you may recall about a month ago, I told you folks about the incident where it was a female officer and this guy literally hit her so hard in the face, she lifted up off the ground, falling back on on her head. So now, and that's what I want to talk about this morning. How do we stop this madness? It is sheer madness. And so now, New York City Mayor Eric Adams. He, tonight, Friday night, is urging social media to ban, quote, drill rap videos. I have never heard of drill rap videos in my entire life. But apparently, these are a new type of videos in which they promote violence even more than the rap videos. Now, the mayor uh, yesterday, and, and, and wait, 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 listen to this, folks, before I even continue. The mayor, Mayor Adams, says it would be irresponsible to continue to give violent rap music videos a platform after Twitter banned former president of the United States, Donald Trump. The Democratic mayor of New York City made this point Friday evening that it would be irresponsible to continue to give violent rap music videos a platform after Twitter banned former President Donald Trump. And so Mayor Adams, uh, and this occurred yesterday, which which you're about to hear right now, Mayor Adams uh, became emotional. And Rita Cosby talked about this a little bit uh, yesterday, in which he was talking about uh, a one of these uh, types of uh, rappers, uh, Jaquan McKinley. And he apologized for a broken system that apparently uh, led to the death, according to the mayor, of, uh, of this young man. And I want you to hear a little bit of what the mayor had to say. This was yesterday in which he became emotional. And then I'll, I'll, I'll bring you up to speed more of what he had to say tonight about these new drill rap videos. And of course, we'll be taking your telephone calls. The story of Jaquan breaks my heart. His story tests my spirit and we must do better for young people like him. We must shine light on the places where we have failed and build a society that offers our children sanctuary and support. For their sake, we must do better, rise higher, be stronger. And to Jaquan's Jaquan's mother and father, I want to say I'm sorry. I'm sorry for our city missed so many chances to help your family. I'm sorry that your son was passed over for so long and taken from you too soon. I'm sorry we betrayed him and so many others like him. But you have my word as your mayor that I would be looking out for the thousand of other Jaquans in our city because I was once a Jaquan too. 
Mayor Adams, and um, I guess to a degree, Mr. Mayor, I was also at one point a young uh, Jaquan McKinley. But this young man, um, 18-year-old drill rapper, and tonight, this morning, is the first time that I have ever heard of drill rap in my entire life, in which it, it apparently glorifies and promotes violence. Now, you may say, uh, and Curtis Lee will make this point to me. Curtis comes up after me tonight. Uh, what's really the difference between drill rap and regular rap? And perhaps that's a legitimate point. But the mayor is uh, demanding that social media platforms ban drill rap. And I am trying to figure out how do we solve this problem of shoplifting? Because anyone that knows anything about the streets, if you give these criminals an inch, they will take eight miles if you give them an inch. Let's start with Brian. Brian is in Queens. Good morning, Brian, and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Hey, Dominic. Uh, Thanks for taking my call. So regarding the shoplifting, those security guards, like all those stores are now liable. So if the security guard stops one of these guys, and they fight with him, and the guy gets hurt, he's just going to sue the store. So a lot of these stores don't really want them fighting with them because they don't want to be sitting there with this hefty legal bill now. Okay, well, so that, that's gonna be that makes problem. a lot of sense. But go ahead, continue, Brian. So, but you're never, so the problem really is, like, people like Carl Hayes, these, these people are never going to change any of these laws. They're never going to make it so that the security guard or the store is not liable if someone gets hurt. So... I mean, that's the biggest problem is the state legislature. And we can see from the redistricting, it's only going to get worse. Like the state of New York is never going to be ending remotely uh, moderate or Republican. I mean, the redistricting is pretty bad. Um, So I don't really see any changing, any changes happening. We could sit here on the radio and talk about it all day, but nothing's going to change. And uh, regarding the drill rap, that's been going on for years, and I'm actually kind of surprised that that's in the news now. That that's new. This has okay. been going on. Okay, for so a Brian. Long time. Okay, so wait. So wait a minute now. Uh, so you're telling me that you were aware of drill rap. So whatever you want to call it, it's like rappers in New York City. What they do is they insult each other, right? And then they then I, in they my day in my in my day that was called battling, but it wasn't called uh, drill 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 rapping. It was called. Uh, rappers would challenge another one, and you you meet and you and you have basically what amounts to a rap off, and and you you know you may say something and, and gesture joking about the other rapper's mother or or your you know your clothing, but not to the levels of which we're going to now. Right. So right now it's very gang based. Right then then it was probably just neighborhood or people like on the block, and everyone kind of took the joke. Right but now a lot of it's gang based. Right. Right. So you got neighborhoods like Canarsie, where the rappers down there don't necessarily get along with rappers in uh, Crown Heights. And they rap about each other, they insult each other, and then they go and they do their thing, you know? Wow. They spend well, well, Brian, I, I thank you for the uh, call. And, and I, I, I have to hope uh, that that you're wrong, Brian. I have to hope uh, in terms of you feel that this will never basically stop and that a solution is not uh, on the way. But something has to give. You cannot have these animals just walking into stores and stealing whatever they want to. You just can't. If you allow that to happen, what's next? 
What's next? Let's go to Roger. Roger is in uh, Massachusetts. Good morning, Roger, and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Yeah, thanks for taking my call. Yeah, first, uh, I, I agree with um, the, the, at least a few days in Rikers. Number two, make them, or if they're minors, make the parents pay for whatever is in the bag. Um, and even if it means, you know, if they're on public assistance, you know, it gets deducted or whatever. Make them pay for it. Hey, Roger. Um, Make Roger. a class action suit. What? Roger, you just mentioned, um, yeah. you, you, and, and of course, this would never stand up in court, but I couldn't agree with I you know, more. I couldn't agree with huh? you more in terms of uh, if, if, if you don't have the money to pay for it, okay, if someone's uh, on public assistance, if your mother or whoever's your guardian, then they pay for it, even if it means well, maybe 10, 15% out of their uh, monthly grant. But somebody has got to be made an example out of. Well, I'm, I'm just trying to say that, you know, so, so, in other words, let's say he walks out and the kid, they don't even know, and, and they get the nasty surprise that, oh, yeah, well, this is a $350, so you got to pay for it. And on top of the fact, on top of the fines and the, and the, the time in Rikers. And then, but the, and then with the business, the businesses, I mean, what if, couldn't it maybe eventually, maybe somewhere down the line, a class action lawsuit. All the businesses all that had to either close or the massive amounts of inventory. I mean, I know they have insurance, but somehow the city should get a message too that, mm-hmm. you know, that they should maybe file a lawsuit against the city. Look, we had to shut down. We, we lost, uh, you know, eight hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of inventory in, in in over the course of three years, or whatever. And I don't know. I'm just you, when you say accountability or how, how to stop it. Yes, the first thing that came to my mind is making an example of everyone involved. Thanks, thanks for your time. And thank you, Roger. The, I think it's fair to say that the type of uh, shoplifting that most of us are used to, and hopefully you've never had to see this, but the type of shoplifting most of us are used to is um, someone, you know, uh, in, in a very private way uh, trying to hide a product and and trying to uh, get out of the establishment, but maybe one product. We're not used to people walking in with garbage bags, filling them up, and walking out. And it doesn't, or I should say past tense, it didn't take uh, the Reverend Al Sharpton to point out, because all of us already know that if you walk into your local uh, drugstore in, in many areas, um, you can't you can't get the products. I went into a uh, a Rite Aid the other day, maybe a week ago, and I had to press a button and I had to wait for someone to casually come over, and then I had to wait for them to get the key, and then to give me one product and then to go stand online. This is the world that we live in today, and this must stop. It must stop. Let's go to uh, our friend David uh, in Los Angeles, California. Good morning, David, and welcome to Talk Radio 77 WABC. I'm going to talk about the shoplifting security, but first, regarding Eric Adams saying he wants to ban a certain form of music, well, we can laugh at that, of course. we got the constitutional protections, so that's not a reality. And just like you don't blame the gun, you blame the individual that pulls it. You don't blame the music. It's the rap culture. The minute a rapper gets successful, he gets shot. 
by the jealous haters because he didn't help them out enough. So it's it's just a real downward spiral. But to talk about the security, I believe it's good. it's great that Katsimatidis is going to be putting off-duty police, but you don't want to be shooting people in the stores. That's very risky. Uh, in, in L.A., they have collectives, and you have to install a two-door system where first you have to get Buzz to walk in the first door, then Buzz to get out of the second door. That oh, way okay, so wait, 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 David. So you're telling me in California they have a a, a two a two door system? Is that what that's what stores are starting to do now? Yeah, and you'll just have to have a dedicated security person that presses the button to let you enter the first door. Then you're like in the between two doors, and then you have to get buzzed to go out the second door. Uh, it might cause a delay to exit for some people, but you can't be having stores with everything under lock and key to to have one clerk for one tube of toothpaste, then you want another item. You can't have a dedicated clerk for each individual. So, again, I believe that that's what it's going to have to come down to. You you know what the concept is, right, with the two doors, and then you're, like, trapped if you shoplift. It's a huge deterrent. I think it puts an end to it. It is costly, and not every mom and pop shop could do it. But for the Dwayne Reed uh, Rite Aid CVSs, that's the solution. Well, David, I, I thank you for the call. But, you know, one thing that I am concerned about is none of this is uh, fair to our police officers. If you are off duty, right, you're, you're doing an overtime shift to make more money for your family and, and, and you're, you're patrolling outside. You're not patrolling. You're, you're private security outside a uh, Rite Aid. What happens when one of these monsters challenges an off-duty police officer, what happens then? If the monster knows that the district attorney is not really going to do anything, what happens then? And again, folks, remember about three weeks, a month ago, a, a female uh, uh, police sergeant in uniform, some monster uh, was was stealing something and tried to, and all of this was caught on videotape, and tried to leave, and she stood in the way, and and he punched her, and and she was able to get back up, but then, and it also puts our police in an unfair situation because what happens when they're challenged, and then if they're forced to use their weapon, then what? Then here comes the protest, and everything else. Folks, we are going to continue this discussion. We are going to take a break. We're going to have more of your telephone calls. We see all the calls. We're going to get to as many as we can. And coming up at 1 a.m., we are talking about the issue right now of shoplifting, how to deal with this. The problem is going from bad to worse. Coming up at 1 a.m., Curtis Sliwa, the weekend edition of The Other Side of Midnight. I'll be right back. Now. Here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And so the issue is how to stop a problem that's going from bad to worse and appears to be on steroids. As I said, you cannot give these individuals an inch. And it's playing out every day at a store near you. And so... Uh, Mayor Mayor Eric Adams of New York City uh, tonight 
He's urging social media firms, and so this is not really along the same topic, but it's connected, to ban. He wants social media platforms to ban uh, something that I learned tonight, uh, what's called drill rap videos that apparently glorify and promote uh, violence. And so the mayor says that he learned of this from his son, he didn't know about it until he uh, found out about this from his son, uh, Jordan Coleman, uh, who works at um, at Rock Nation. And so I'm looking at my um, at my email, and you can send me an email, folks, at dominic.carter at wabcradio.com. And our friend Sal says here, and I say bravo because this is the only answer I really see. We can stop the shoplifting by voting in new elected officials, allowing security guards to get tough if need be with shoplifters and stop treating shoplifters as noble heroes. And so the only thing at the end of the day that politicians respect or or are fearful of is called a primary. That's when they will they will they will run straight, get in line, do the will of the people that put them in office. And I, I'm just really, really surprised, and I'm going back to your uh, telephone calls, folks, but I am just really surprised at the uh, liberal, the woman from the um, the New York Times making such an ignorant comment that a person stealing steak is not national news. Well, how would you feel, Miss Nicole Hannah-Jones, if you owned that store and it was the difference of uh, uh, of maybe one, two, three hundred dollars of, 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 of maybe your profit margin for the day? I would hope that you would do much better than that. But how would you feel if someone, if you owned a store, this, this has to stop. And I understand she's at the New York Times and all of that. That doesn't mean she's right. Doesn't mean she's right at all. Let's see. Uh, let's see what what our buddy Stan in Forest Hills has to say. Good morning, Stan. And how are you this morning? Always a pleasure to talk to Big D. <laughs> Thank you, Stan. Go right ahead. First of all, Count Basie, Duke Ellington, their music never caused anybody to get shot. <laughs> never. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I got you. I got you. <laughs> okay, but. The incident you mentioned in Queens happened near me on Queens Boulevard at the CVS on Tuesday. Okay. Uh, it's walking distance from where I live in Forest Hills. And the next day they had a security guard there, which should have had all the time there was, that incident. But I want to take a, a tip from Mr. Casamitidis. I'm not a big fan of, but he's doing the right thing with his own operation. He's worth millions, and he's putting security guards. Now, one thing I want to ask are they going to carry a weapon? Well, well, he, well. I, I mean, I can't speak for the for the big well, boss himself. But, but right, but the, the, he says retired uh, officers. So retired right. officers mean that you know, they they legally have the right to carry firearms. Okay, okay. here's the point: CVS, uh, uh, Walmart, uh, Rite Aid are hundred million dollar com- companies. I mean. They can afford to put in 
this, these people in, like Mr. McCaskill, they can afford it. I mean, the one near me, okay. they used to have hey, God, Stan. they stopped having it. But I see people walk out. But Stan, whether, whether they have a $100 million profit or whatever the case may be. I'm not, it's, they can well, afford it. Okay, but wait, 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 wait. Who do you think is going to pay for that? They may pay initially for security. Oh, so Mr. Casmatis but, is going to pass it along to you and me. No, 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 no. I, I oh, can't, again, I, I can't. That's what you're saying. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. We were talking about the example of CVS. Well, yeah, I, they're a business like Mr. Casamitini. Right, but but what what I am trying to say, no, he, Mr. Casamitini is a different type of businessman because he's very, very community oriented. But he's hands on. Uh, well, no, no, but, but no, no, that's not what I'm saying to you. So what what I'm are you saying? What I'm okay. trying to tell you, the yeah. Casamitini's, they do a lot of work benefiting New York that you know that the public knows nothing about. So, 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 so he, wait, 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 hold on. So he's a different type of businessman. These types of, and he, he's embedded in New York. He's embedded in the New York state, tri, tri-state area. These businesses, you know, Stan, they're just going to pass the cost directly to us, the consumer. You, you know, Casamitidis wouldn't do the same thing. He's a businessman too. Okay, but but see, but but you're locking on Miss. This is not no, about no, Mister Casamitidis. He said the right thing. He did the right. He's putting in security. I'm saying CVS, who will have maybe more financial backing, can do the same thing. But see, what, what what I'm trying to say, Stan, is I'm trying not to even go into what are the regular security protocols here at WABC. Right, right. So I'm, I'm trying not to – I don't want to go into that because I don't want to – my safety and – I hear and, you. I but, hear but, you. I but hear let you. me just put it this way. The company does not take this as a joke, and there are measures in place to make sure that we're all protected. So why As don't employees? CVS and the rest of them do that? I can't, if they, well, if that's, they do it, that, they do that, it. that's a good question, Stan. But you and I both know that these these conglomerates are going to pass the buck and pass the money. So 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 wait, wait, Stan, go before ahead. before I go, before sure. I go, so before I go into the next call, I mean, sure, and I'm even sure. going to take Melvin's call in the Bronx in just a minute <laughs> okay. here. But but so so how do we solve this problem? Without saying that these giant companies should put in security guards, because the security guards, uh, from a from a libel point of view, can do very little. So how do we solve this problem? Uh, you want my personal opinion? Yes, and quickly. Quickly, okay. Uh, I know you're thinking the DAs. You're thinking the politicians. You're thinking every guy and so forth and so on. Uh, uh, I, some of these are being arrested, and some of them are not being put on the street, okay? What bothers me is I've asked the cops who are near me, can, you know, what should I do if I see somebody doing that stuff? And I wanted to stop. He said, don't do anything. And he was like, three, stay away from it. Don't get involved in it. Let it happen, and uh, that's the way, you know, this way you won't get trouble in the store, and that and won't get it. I said, well, why can't you go over there and do something? He looked at me, the three guys that were there, they were cops. In essence, I got the impression, because of what's been happening, they didn't want to go over there. I'm saying to myself, what's this thinking of going? I'm not saying, you know, we know what's going on with the police. But in in some instances, the police don't want to stop this stuff. I mm. couldn't believe it. When I, 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 I don't agree. I don't agree with that. Well, with I, that uh, I haven't but, seen any cops arresting but, Lifters. I haven't seen them near the, these stores much. I wish they were. I well, wish they I, were. I, I appreciate your call, but the question becomes: How can they make an arrest 
when the district attorney basically says, hands down, stand down. What, what you, you know, folks, basically, that's what's coming across, not only to law enforcement, but to everyone. Let's go to Elmsford. Let's say good morning to Sean. Sean, you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dominic. What, I don't know if this is feasible or not, but maybe these businesses should get together and say, okay, starting March 15th, we're closing. We're all closing. We're not going to open. We're not going to sell food to you. We're not going to sell shampoo to you. We're not going to sell razor blades to you until your mayor and your DA figure out how we can do it safely. Well, I, you know, uh, so, so sort of like a, a civil right. disobedience type thing. Yeah, a job action. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you know what, Sean? It, 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 may, it may come to that because I, I, I don't see the immediate solution. I really don't. But we, we collectively, society, we've done everything wrong here. You can't give these animals an inch, not one inch. There's a reason why Rikers is there. Use it. Use it. Sean, thank you for the call. I don't, I don't mean to get worked up as it relates to you. It's just that I, I just don't understand. All of this kumbaya, oh, your mother, and oh, 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 and, and, and you know, and, and listen, 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 folks. On the racial front, if the numbers show uh, a historical uh, imbalance, then that has to be corrected. But, oh, 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 I feel for you. And these nuts are walking into stores and just walking out. And just walking out. Susan in Brooklyn, what do you have to say? Good morning to you. Oh, my goodness. Listen, um, a radio station like with John Kesmetides, you you have a service. Your um, economic uh, business model is not like a CBS. People cannot come into your radio station and steal your assets. He, this is just like, the, but it's a very good example how leftists, lean, whatever that guy is, I don't even know what he is, but apples and oranges, he's saying like, oh, you know, that, that that the um, drug stores are the same as a radio station. Well, that just, well, I I hear you, Susan. But but I but total- but I hear you, Susan. But Mr. Casamitides and this show is not about him right now. He has his own show. He's the owner of this station. Him and yes, Margot no, Casamitides. No, but, but wait, but wait, wait, Susan. No, no, wait, Susan. Wait, wait, Susan. Susan, calm down. Calm down. The, the comment that Stan was making is that one of the businesses of many that Mr. Katsimatidis and Margot Katsimatidis owned is a supermarket chain, Gristidis. So I think he was, I, I can't speak for Stan. I believe he was trying to make the comparison between Gristidis and the drugstores. But please continue. No, so so that is still two wrongs don't make a right. And, you know, he was all over. This is just like this whole, you know, uh, this was just an example of how leftists twist and turn reality 
because no, he was making it sound. He didn't say anything about Castamatidis, a grocery store, and he was uh, just trying to weave it all together and make excuses. Uh, why should and that that a Rite Aid has to like go out of business, can't uh, perform uh, the. Uh, necessities to their communities because people are allowed to drive them out of business. Um, this is just like, it should be so clear that if you have a, a business, you have to pay for the inventory and people are allowed to come in and take your inventory uh, and with, and then, you know, you have to pay the, the suppliers. Of course. The business. Of course. And then he has just like, he is come. He is like so out in, in outer space in his so-called analysis. I don't know why you even give him so much time, quite frankly. <laughs> but maybe it's good because then we can really see how well, totally shallow these individuals are. Well, Susan, I I thank you for your call and the reason why I take his call, the reason why I take Melvin's call, the reasons why I take everyone's calls is that except for one or two individuals that have crossed the line personally, I I don't do the personal attacks thing, but if, if anybody uh, has a, has an opinion and I try my best to hear the opinion, the, the diverse opinions of everyone uh, that listens to this station and and happens uh, to call in. And so I'm now going to go to Melvin in the Bronx. Good morning, Melvin, and I'm I'm listening to you, but just please don't start yelling or hyperventilating because then I can't understand a word that you're saying. I'm a firm believer in solutions, and you was partly there with solutions. A radio host more than 30 years ago addressed the, um, the question you addressed today. Well, there's a whole lot of these kids do not want to be talked to. You have to go chest to chest with them. Also, in the retail business, this happened back in the 50s. You do not allow this security guard to carry guns. So one security guard pulled a gun and hit an innocent bystander. That was it. Okay, wait, 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 Melvin. Wait, wait, wait. You said you don't allow. I, I'm sorry. I couldn't understand what you were saying. You said you don't allow. Say that again, please. Um, just go. Um, the stores do not allow security guards to carry firearms. This dated back to the 50s when I asked. A security guard inside a supermarket pulled out the gun okay. and hit and then I got you. Because I was told that when I first started working about that. Okay, and I got you. I got you. So, so Melvin, I, I can't do the li- the history lessons. Just please tell me what is the solution. What is the no no Melvin? You like to go through a litany of history, and I don't have the time for that. We have a full bank of calls. So please tell me what is the solution, and then I need to move on. Okay, these gangs are going there because they feel they can get away with it. When the people that reside in the neighborhood and the people get together, they will stop that. Then you got to blame the judges. It's not the DA. It's the judges based on the evidence that was done before in the criminal court. I remember Bruce Wright and how the PBA got against him. Well, the judges, when they bring these people into that courtroom, who are letting them go. And so, and the NYPD do not view shop the, that city. Not only that, there has to be a market for all this stuff they Taking out these stores. Of yes, course. Hey, Melvin, I, I got you, and I thank you for the call. Of course, there's a market. It's called these uh, thieves want to cash in. Ka-ching. It's called 
They'll sell this stuff online that doesn't belong to them. And there's, there's a market for it. And the bottom line is, here's the bottom line, what I've been trying to say without saying it. But now I feel the, na- the need to say it. You've got to crush these shoplifters. That's what has to happen. When, when you get somebody that walks in and walks out with 10 steaks, he's going to Rikers for at least five days. Don't, don't call for your mama. Don't call for your grandma. You're going to sit there for five days, at least five days. And I know I shouldn't encourage this, but lose his paperwork. Do something. You cannot let someone walk into a store with shopping bags and just walk out like they're the owner of the store. You, you can't allow that to happen. Folks, I see your calls. Uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to get to as many calls as we can. <laughs> Coming up at 1 a.m., Curtis Sliwa, the weekend edition of The Other Side of Midnight. I will be right back. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. We are going back to your telephone calls in just one second, but a federal judge has uh, given New York City the green light to fire as many as 4,000 city workers for refusing to get vaccinated against COVID-19. And so Mayor Eric Adams uh, says officials will be working over the weekend to determine who actually will be fired. During an an evening uh, teleconference Friday night, the federal judge rejected a last-ditch emergency uh, motion for a temporary restraining order against enforcement of the vaccine mandate imposed last year by former New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio. So those city workers that were set to be terminated, that are unvaccinated, it appears that is exactly what is going to happen. We are taking your telephone calls here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. I will be up until 1 a.m. Curtis Lee is standing by, pacing the halls, back and forth, ready to come in. He's ready to go. And we are talking about the shoplifting issue. It is definitely now more than ever a uh, sign of the times we live in, and there must be a way to stop this mass shoplifting that is taking place. So... When I say you got to make an example out of them, if one shoplifter is punished, uh, the folks that are committing these mass acts, the message will be sent to at least 20 others. <laughs> and, and this is why I say, folks, and I will continue to say that Giuliani was a good mayor for the city of New York because he sent the message to the criminals, and I've said this repeatedly. And the message was to the criminals, you act up, I act up. You make a fool out of yourself, I'm going to make sure that you stay at Rikers and you can cry for mama, you can you can cry for grandma, but you're going to spend several days at Rikers. And, and I, I'll deal with the lawsuits from the civil liberties unions later. But right now, you're going to stay at Rikers. And that's one of the major reasons why Rudy Giuliani was one of the best mayors ever for New York City, because he did not tolerate this nonsense. And that's where we find ourselves 
today. Marianne in Manhattan, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dominic. I'm so glad to hear the program you have today. I love you. Well, thank you. I love you, too. Thank you. Uh, Hey, Marianne, uh, I want you to have you say, I just want you to know that, Mm -hmm. you know, I just call it the way I see it. And and mm-hmm. I and, and these people that are doing the shoplifting, I've seen these types all my life growing up, always looking for the easy answer. And that's why they're in the positions they're in now, and they're trying to take advantage of anyone and everyone that they can. Please continue with your comment. Yes, because not uh, we don't have that many people that are telling what's really going on in New York, but you are the best advocate for us, all of us. So, you know, we are so lucky to have you. Um, Dominic, this state in the state of emergency, crime is, is all over the city. Yes. People getting killed in the public transportation. Yes. Also people getting killed in the streets. Children four and eight months old being killed in the streets of New York. Shoplifting where thieves are taking whatever they want and nobody stops them. I I believe that the Adams should stop making apologies and reverse all the bad decisions he made at the beginning of his term. I believe that we are in a state of emergency and the National Guard should be calling on and they should go everywhere and stop those criminals because they don't care. We have to remember that this wouldn't happen some time ago. We have Black Lives Matter and Antifa looting, destroying, and killing our businesses. So these people are just following through what these people started. Who did it? The Democrat Party. But you see everybody is complaining. You have people even attacking you for defending us. So why don't we see what's going on? But guess what? Those people are going to vote Democrat. These have a common denominator is Democrat Party. They cause it. They don't know how to stop it. And they're going to try to make believe they're reversing it because they want to win elections in 2022 and 2024. That's it. If they don't put attention to what's going on, then people have to go in the street and start those big rallies and see what is going to be done because they don't care. That's my well, opinion. Well, Marianne, I, I, I thank you for the call, and I, I agree with what you said. And I, I, I do say this much. To any politician, doesn't matter if you're a Democrat or a Republican, be careful what you set up. Be careful what you wish for, because you may win the election, but look at what's happening across the city of New York, across the country and Canada. Look at what's happening. I'm I'm sure the district attorney, I would hope, let me stand corrected. I would hope that district attorney uh, Alvin Bragg did not mean to cause what what he has done with, with, with his words. I mean, I, I don't understand how anyone wins. I don't understand how how the white community wins. I definitely don't understand how the black community wins. I don't understand how the Latino community wins. I don't understand how we as Americans, how we win. When, when you can have these losers in life just walk into a store and just take what doesn't belong 
uh, to this. Let's go to Staten Island. Let's say good morning to Letitia. Good morning, Letitia. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Well, you know, your lead-in was exactly where I'm going with this. This is not an accident. This is by design. Uh, This started in 2016 when George Soros started backing, um, you know, like the Vera Institute and others who uh, implemented bail reform in state after state after state. And frankly, you know, where where we're going now is the only way to stop the shoplifting is where we were going already. Brick-and-mortar stores are going to go under. It's going to be more online shopping. Why? Because people take the path of least resistance. And so it just makes sense that Jeff Bezos is going to make all the money. Amazon's going to be rich. And we're going to be left now without the ability to go into brick and mortar stores if Americans don't wake up in every state and say we need to start voting for district attorneys who are going to uphold the law and back the police officers who bring the criminals in. Um, It was a well-designed plan. And I, I fear that our society is just it's too lazy now, uh, especially after COVID. We want everything delivered to us. Well, you know, Letitia, you you may be onto something in terms of more online sales. Nobody wants to deal with this. And, and this yeah. is sort of along the lines of why I say, I don't know about you folks, and, you know, call me um, cruel or whatever, but I don't want to be on the subway with five homeless people. I don't, I, I'm sorry. I, I don't want to be on the subway with one. And I don't understand why I should be forced to do so. And I don't understand how that is considered a, a way of life. And thank you for the call, Letitia. I don't understand how that's considered uh, the way things are. No, I, I'm sorry. I don't want to be there w- with someone And this is not a knock on the mentally ill because we need more beds. We need services for the mentally ill. But someone with their shirt off, a male with their shirt off, and their jeans hanging down and they're mumbling to themselves, why why do we have to deal with that? Why? Why should society be forced in that position to accept that? Let's go to... uh, Linda, Linda on Long Island, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, everybody's boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I want to make this short. You commented about, obviously, they're doing it. They're, you know, selling, it's unbelievable what they're doing. Um, But they, obviously, there are buyers there. So what they should do, they should have a law that, you know, they shouldn't, you just said, put them away. But they should also, the buyers should also, if they know that these are illegal goods, and they know, obviously, whoever they sell to, um, they should be watching for them, and they should be arrested and also be put away. They know what they're doing. They're just getting the stuff, and they're buying it and making money. Maybe, Linda, you're on to something, but we both know there's always going to be a black market for merchandise you know let's try and let's try and catch some of them maybe it'll stop it some we have to do something i've never heard of them do you know i've never heard anybody talk about this to try to catch them in the store and then you know people could get hurt something could happen but you're not right somebody could get killed and you know trying to stop them in the store of course um, innocent people of course how about how about having me just said some you know uh private um undercover you know, and and when they go, 
follow them. Find out when they're taking all these stakes and everything, big, tremendous things. They're going somewhere with them to sell them. They find out who they're selling to, handcuff them, and, and maybe they'll stop it. If there's nobody to buy it, they're not going to be doing it anymore. Well, Linda, right? I, I thank you for the call, and I want you to have a beautiful weekend. You you raised some uh, legitimate points that we've got to find a way somewhere along the process to Linda's point. Uh, she's discussing uh, uh, stopping it, you know, in terms of the sales and, and w- where this stuff is going. Let's go to Astoria, and I only have uh, three minutes left, Curtis Lee, Still prancing back and forth, ready to go. He's all excited here. Let's see what April and Astoria has to say on this issue. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio yes. 77 WABC. Yes, good morning. Uh, I just want to speak for the taxpayers. I guarantee it, if they had it um, when we went to vote in November, do you want our money to go for making cities safer by building more jails so all the prisoners won't be on top of each other and more mental health facilities for the homeless? And, uh, you know, people who are being ignored, I see them on the train. I have sympathy for them. I know they've been overlooked, and no one is intervening on their behalf. No one would say no. When we vote, we would not say, do you want to pay for extra jails and for places to help the emotionally and mentally ill? Who's going to say no to that? You're right, April. You're right. I would so, vote yes. I don't know one person say no, 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 no shelters for the so, homeless. So, so, maybe, so maybe we need that type of uh, referendum to go before voters. But, 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 April, but, 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 at some point the politicians get involved. And they'd be very famous. And they put their name on the, on these shelters and, you know, say this is where now we're safe. Now mm-hmm. the city has come back to life again. Well, I thank you, April, for the call, and here's wishing you a beautiful weekend. Let's go from Astoria to Long Island. Let's say good morning to Mary Beth. Good morning, Mary Beth. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning. First of all, congratulations to the mayor for his comments and for equating the fact that they allow these horrible videos on social media platforms, but they banned Trump. Good for him. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. And I I agree with you. I've got 15 seconds, Mary Beth. I apologize. Go ahead. The other thing is, yeah, do a little jail time. And um, after you commit acts like this, but we have a DA who's causing problems in that area. So, Mr. Mayor, go after the governor and start playing hardball with her. And uh, that 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 is a great way to end this morning show, folks. Curtis Lee was still walking back and forth. He's ready to go, all excited, just uh, back from Florida. I want to say to all of you, have a lovely weekend. There he goes. Have a lovely weekend, folks. I will be back Monday night, same time, same station. Keep it right here. Curtis is excited and ready to go. Talk Radio 77 WABC.